How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlick Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Oh, good morning, friends. How's everybody doing? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about the 10-80-10 rule to achieve more, the 10-80-10 rule to guarantee success. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com, S-Y-D-L-I-C, book.com, to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now also on Amazon. Uh, So let's go ahead and get on with it. So I'm going to start this off by saying school has programmed you the wrong way. And one of the things that I do all the time is I survey our coaching clients all the time. I survey our coaching clients all the time, Uh, the starting clients, the mid-level clients, the high-level clients, so I can understand how different people behave at different levels of success, how they think, how they act. What What's the difference between someone who's just starting off and struggling and someone who's getting some good success and somebody who's a seven-figure or multiple seven-figure earner? I'm constantly trying to understand how they behave, what they do, how they act, what are their habits so that I can share these things with you guys. Now, right now we're working with over 130 clients. We've worked with over a thousand uh, coaches, helped over a thousand coaches build um full-time, six-figure, multiple six-figure, and seven-figure businesses over the last couple of years. So we've done it a couple of times. So we've chatted with a couple of people. So we know a few things. So this isn't just Xander making up shit off the top of his head. This is uh, a data thing. You guys, you have to you have to remember that I was, uh, I was an engineer for uh, six years. Well, technically longer than if you count school, 10 years if you count school. Um, so I, I have a very data-based approach to things. So I like to look at the numbers. So One of the things that I always ask our clients is, you know, I'm always interested because one of the things that I see holding people back the most is uh, perfection paralysis or uh, overanalyzing, overthinking, things like that. So I always, uh, you know, one of the things I I started asking our clients over the last few months (coughs) was what percent of your time and energy and focus goes into planning and what percent of your time and energy and focus goes into acting? And I want you, if you're listening to this, I want you to ask yourself, and if for all of our you know friends out there in, in Facebook land, uh, I want you to post on the comments below, what percent of your time do you spend planning and what percent of your time do you spend acting? Uh, and just go ahead and post it below. Now, one of the things that I've found, one of the things that I've found uh, as an entrepreneur is, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you guys, the people that overthink, the people that overanalyze, the people that think too much and act too little, uh, tend to be the most who struggle or are the least successful, and they have to shift this. When people are first starting out, they're normally around 60, 70, maybe even 80 or 90% thinking, 
and significantly less acting. And this makes sense. Think about it. Think about school. Think about what you were taught in school, right? When you're in school, you study, study, study. You read the book, you read the book. You study, study, study. And then you go take the test once. So you act once for like 10 times the amount of thinking and contemplating and studying and intellectualizing and information gathering, right? Information gathering is the worst fucking thing that you can do as an entrepreneur. Information gathering, you know, the, the thing that I always tell people is knowledge without action yields nothing, right? Knowledge for knowledge sake can actually be your mortal enemy to success and impact, right? Because the truth is wisdom only comes with action. You have to actualize the knowledge. Knowledge without, knowledge without action is not power, right? Knowledge is not power. Otherwise, you know, all the universities in the world would be the most powerful institutions in the world. They're not because they're thinkers, not actors. But these are the people who teach us, who educate us, who have one of the biggest impacts on our lives is teachers and thinkers rather than actors, people who actually take action, right? We're taught that you have to think, 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 study, 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 then go take the test. Think, 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 study, 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 then uh, do the presentation. Think, 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 study, study. And it's the same thing in your nine to five. Think, 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 study, 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 present the project, right? It's way too much thinking and way too little acting. And the truth is, as an entrepreneur, we have to act more. Now, when I, <clears throat> when I ask my seven-figure earners, right, we've helped nearly 40 people break the seven-figure mark as coaches. When I ask my seven-figure earners, it's actually completely flipped. It's normally around 10 to 20% thinking and 80% action. That's right. 10 to 20% thinking and 80% action. And what we found as we dug a little bit deeper, it's very specifically about 10% planning 80% acting, then 10% reviewing. And I want to get into that because there's three ways to not get shit done and not be successful and why this 10-80-10 principle really works, right? So first, three reasons why, or three, three ways not to get sh shit done. Number one is most people are overthinkers and underactors. And this is simply not your fault. This is how you've been programmed from school. Like I mentioned, this is probably about 60% of people, 60, maybe even 70% of people, right? 60% of people, are overthinkers and under under actors. And it's because you've completely been programmed by school, by education. A lot of the times I see that, you know, the more education people have, the worse this actually gets. The more like the more intelligent you are, the worse this actually gets. This is why I always tell people some of the most successful people that I've ever seen as entrepreneurs that are way more successful than me are not necessarily the smartest. I think, you know, personally, I did really well in school. And I like to think of myself as a relatively intellectual person. And that's actually been my problem some of the times, is it's actually held me back from getting into action because I overthink, I overanalyze, I get too much into that left brain. Overthinking and underacting is the one of the most detrimental things to entrepreneurship. You have to take action. You can never, success can never come by thinking, just thinking about it and planning about it, right? Eight hours of, of thinking about a plan versus eight hours of acting about a plan. I will take the eight hours of acting any day of the week, right? So the number one problem, the number one way to never get anything done is just think and never act. Now, number two is people that don't think at all and they just act. So this is also a problem. This is probably 20, 30% of people out there where they don't plan at all and they just act. Now, here's the deal. This is actually way better. This is way better than people who overthink because at least you're doing something. And if you, even if you're not, not super intelligent, you don't review it at all, eventually you might actually get there. You could get lucky and you can get there. But I think about it this way, right? If you just put your head down and you start swimming, you could swim the wrong direction or you could swim in circles for hours. At some point, you need to lift your head out, take a look, and make sure you're swimming the right direction. But think about that, right? You don't spend 
all day thinking about which direction you want to swim. If you're in the middle of the ocean and you're trying to swim back to shore, you pull your head out for about five seconds, you look to where you need to go, and then you start swimming again for another two minutes. And then you pull your head out again for about five seconds, and then you make sure you go in the right direction, you put your head back down and you keep swimming again, right? So you're, the amount of time you're spending thinking and planning is significantly less than the acting. But if you don't think and plan, if you don't lift your head out of the water every now and then, you're not gonna swim in the right direction. Right? So you have to have that plan. Now, the third way to get nothing done is to plan and do, but never review. This is really important. Plan and do, but never review. I, I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs that see a little bit of success, but they always get stuck. Right? And they can never get past their plateaus. They can never get past their roadblocks. And this is because, you know, the famous Albert Einstein saying, if you keep doing what you've always done, you keep getting what you you keep getting what you've always gotten, right? And if you're never reviewing, you're never learning from your mistakes, if you're never analyzing what didn't go well to adjust and make things different, right? So we talked about you know the swimming analogy. If you pull your head up, you point yourself the right direction, you start swimming for a minute. And then you pull your head up and you look around and you go, huh, I'm going the wrong direction again. Well, I need to point myself this direction, but also why do I keep turning left as I'm swimming? Maybe as I'm swimming, I need to consciously think about turning a little bit more right so that I can stay on track for the next minute, right? So adjusting your, your, uh, your avenue of action while you're reviewing everything, right? So there's a lot of people that plan and do but never review. And because of that, like Einstein said, if you keep doing the same thing you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always gotten. So they won't learn from their own mistakes. So the way that you fix this is the 10-80-10 rule, all right? 10-80-10. You need to plan, do, review, but in a 10-80-10 percentage fashion. So 10% of your time and energy and focus is spent planning. 10% of your time and energy and focus is spent acting. And 10% of your time and energy is spent reviewing. Now, as an intellectual person, this was really tough for me to learn in the very beginning because I was a thinker. I was an overanalyzer. I loved planning. I loved doing that sort of stuff. But what I soon saw was the more I acted, the more results I got, the more I could review and make better plans and go in the right direction faster. See, the truth is you have to take enough action to be able to review statistically significant results so that you can make better decisions. Our life is just about decisions. Our life is a series of decisions, one after another. And every decision we make, you know, can come from either fear or purpose. And the better data we have, the better results we have, the more clear we can be on our decision-making process. We have something in our coaching programs we call all data, no drama, because majority of us make decisions based on stories, based on short-term emotions. Raise your hand if you've ever made a long-term decision based on a short-term emotion. Yeah, we all do it. But the better we can get at actually creating data by taking enough action to then analyzing it, and then moving forward, the better we get. Now, I'll tell you a story of, of one of our clients. Uh, we'll call her Hillary because that was her name. Um, so Hillary, when Hillary first started with us, she was a coach and she was uh, charging about 150 to 200 bucks per month. And, you know, she was making about a thousand bucks per month and it, it wasn't going to work. She was going to have to go back to a nine to five. Right. And, you know, because she had about five clients and it just wasn't going to work for her. Right. So she started working with us and we taught her how to start charging prices like, uh, 2K, 3K, 5K. I think she actually started charging 3K per client, right? She was helping women. She's a fitness coach, helping women lose weight. You know, pretty pretty standard, right? Nothing crazy. Uh, we taught her how to start charging 3K per client. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. When Hillary was getting on the phone with people before, she would get on the phone with, you know, let's call it uh, five or six people a month. 
uh, well, I guess it'd be about five, five people. And then she'd get like a high majority of them to say yes, because she was only charging 200 bucks a month. Right now, when we taught her to, how to start charging 3000 bucks for two months, you know, so $1,500 a month, literally 10 extra pricing, right? 10 extra pricing. And what happened was, you know, after we taught her to do this, I remember she reached out to me. She goes, Xander, oh my God, you ruined my business. I was like, holy shit, what happened? What happened? She's like, nobody can afford $3,000. Nobody can afford $3,000. I was like, oh my God, let me get on the phone with you. What did I do? I, I totally messed up her business. Holy shit, what did I do? And I get on the phone with her and, and I was like, and she's like, Xander, nobody can afford $3,000. You completely ruined my business. And I go, I go, okay, let's, let's fix it. Let's figure it out. Let's run through the numbers. Let's run through the data. And I go, how many calls did you get booked this month? And she goes nine. And I go, amazing. And, and then she go, and then I go, how many of them, uh, how many of them, uh, uh, how many of them, um, couldn't afford, you know, how many, how many said it was too much? And she was like six of them. And I was like, okay, well, how many enrolled? She's like three. And I was like, okay. Oh no, no, it was four. That's what it was. It was like, she, she goes, she goes, uh, five of them. And I go, how many enrolled? She goes four. She goes, but five of them couldn't afford it. Five of them couldn't afford it. And I'm like, yeah, but four of them did. And I was like, I was like, Hillary, go look at your bank account. And she opened up her bank account and she had like 10 grand in there. Cause a couple of them were like split payments. I was like, Hillary, you literally just 10 X your income in one month. And she's like, holy crap. But it was really emotional for here for, you know, she was used to everybody saying yes. And all of a sudden half the people are saying no, but she's charging 10 times the amount, right? So she gets really emotional for the people that say no, they can't afford it. Right. But she looks at her bank account. She goes, oh my God, I'm, I'm making significantly more. And now I can afford to, you know, get a VA and get some team and go, you know, pay for ads and, and get more people. And event, you know, she built a six figure, multiple six figure business because of it. But the important thing to understand here is Hillary had to go take a month's worth of action, literally a month's worth of action of implementing, generating, you know, getting, getting into conversations, generating calls, getting on the phone, enrolling people, getting no's a month's worth of action before we could actually review the data and be like, what's working, what's not. And Initially, because she's so used to making decisions based on drama, based on story, she thought everything was broken. And then when we actually looked at the data, she goes, oh my God, my business just 10xed overnight, seemingly overnight, one month, right? Now, the reason I wanted to tell, tell you this story is because following the 10-80-10 rule is uncomfortable for most people because it means messy action. It means getting uncomfortable, getting out of your comfort zone, getting into the unfamiliar, learning to make decisions from data rather than drama and story. And frankly, most of us are told, most of us just wanna to be told exactly what to do and that it'll work perfectly, right? Well, the truth is, as an entrepreneur, that's not the way things work. And if you need 100% of everything to be told to you exactly and no amount of action, messy action, you belong in a nine to five. Now, obviously working with coaches and mentors like us, like we can give people, we give people 80, 90% of the frameworks, but there's always a level of testing still, right? You know, there, there's a reason that we can guarantee success when people work with us because we've refined our frameworks, we've refined our systems so much, but there's still always 10% of, you know, you're gonna have to test this out because you're a unique person in a unique place with a unique mindset, with a unique offer, with a, with a unique audience. So you're still gonna have to test things out. You're still gonna have to take some messy action and then review the data, and then take some more messy action and review the data to get better, to get more refined, to get there, right? But I've seen people, the truth is most people are terrified 
to just start taking action so they can get the data so they can actually make better decisions moving forward. But I've also seen people over time become great entrepreneurs because even if they weren't in the beginning, you can learn how to be more of an action taker. You can learn how to plan, get really good planning done in 10% of your time, then 80% of your action, and then really good reviewing done in 10% of your time so you can get back into the action. And it's the people that learn how to do this that are the most successful in their businesses moving forward. So if that's what you want, if you want a life where you can be an entrepreneur, where you can have the freedom, where you can have the flexibility, the financial income that you truly deserve, these are the habits that you're gonna need to learn how to do. This is the person you're gonna need, need to learn how to become. So never give up because you can do it. It's just gonna take some work. That's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure that you implement what you learn with us here today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this episode, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com, S-Y-D-L-I-C, and grab your copy of the new number one bestseller or check it out on Amazon. Love you. Have a good one. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.